No, because you said you wanted to start talking first, and then you wanted the music You're to right. start. My apologies. Um, are we good? He's a dick. <laughs> I just be trying to make sure I'm a good <laughs> listener and leader all at the same time. And if it comes across as being a dick, then you know what? Call me a stiffy. No, I know, I, I know how you do. Like, I know how you come around. Like, when you said that, like... I'm but like, that is Great. definitely a petty part of me. I ain't gonna even hold you. Uh, ooh. Excuse me. Ooh. I appreciate that. Here. All right, all right. Um, You want to just level Wait, four I, challenge real quick? Did it, what? I'm just going to keep going. Go ahead. I don't care how long it takes. <laughs> if you are a magician, an artist, Could you imagine a, a magician yes. doing some shit to this beat? Yes, that anybody. If be you anybody create, I need the 1104. 1104. 1104. Let's get it. Birthday. The 1104. I said 1104 at first. Oh, actually. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> Craig heard me. I didn't. I, I, Craig, I just heard 1102. I said 1104. Real, real <laughs> confident. Anybody submit anything yet? Only Shauna. You know, the crazy thing is, I didn't think Shauna would be susceptible to actually doing the challenge. But she did it. She was caught up in the moment. She, she bodied she, it? She actually did. Yeah, man. Yeah. We should play that sometime. Love you know, Ooh. that's actually on my page. That's the, actually the only challenge. The Mr. only Rip person Money, who actually... Mr. Rip Money, Google it. Find his page. See Sean to do the level. Literally. Google Mr. Rent Money. <laughs> I know you don't know me. I know you don't know me. You've never heard of my name. But on the contrary, if you Google me, you will find me and what? Just a conversation with Greg, Mr. Rent Money. I didn't know that was like an alley for something. <laughs> no, I, th- at that point, it was like, if you take it or I'm going to. <laughs> you, I, I took it. Like, the yeah. nigga threw the alley Mr. to himself. Flo. He threw it off the backboard. Look, if you was going to take it. I him too, like. <laughs> what is it's it? all good. That was good. Right. Um, yeah, eleven to four challenge. Remember, if you do anything, anything, it don't even gotta be musical. If you want to sit there, look into the camera and blink your eyes to the beat, send that shit. Hmm. I like it. I like Literally, it. I would laugh hey. my ass off at it. But if, if that ever happens, can you please let me know? Oh. I would love to know if that ever happens because that's just a lot of time for no reason. But. <laughs> Banter. 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 Yeah. For sure. Check it. So, something that we talk about often, right? Mm-hmm. Is, well, the word we often use is subjective. It's subjective. It's subjective. Yeah. It's subjective. It's subjective. Right? So, question that I lay out to you guys Is everything subjective or, or are there some things that are definite? I believe so. There are some things that are definite. I agree. And I... That is surprising to hear from you. If you're pregnant, Greg, you're pregnant. You can't take away being pregnant. That's That's subjective. That's subjective. Oh, we're talking about pregnant. I heard the word pregnant. Who's pregnant? No no one's pregnant. I'm just saying that, like, in the idea of, like, being subjective and not being subjective, that, like, that's a fact. Like, if you're No, I thought you were insinuating that there was a possibility that Greg was pregnant. When you said that, <laughs> what is she talking about? What is this girl talking about? <laughs> no, because you be on your shit with, with trying to emasculate men. What? I be on you. Wait a minute. Nah. When did you I do. do that? You do. 
No, nah, we're not talking. <laughs> you said I do. We're not talking. Now. I'm not saying just right now. I'm saying in general. Let's lay okay. it all out on the table. <laughs> there are times when you like to emasculate men. Wait, are we still going on this? Wait, wait. You talking really? about home? There are times. Wait, is this? That, and I thought that was one. And that. And, uh, to bring it home, I thought that was one. That so was not, that was even close to what I was no, saying. No, she was saying all. that it is like if someone is pregnant, they're pregnant. You can't. That's not a subjective and you said that topic. I like to emasculate right. a man. No, a man can't be emasculated. If he can, then that's his question. That's a whole okay. other topic for another that's day. No, I was going to say something of that sort. We got to save that. That's a good topic because I like to. That is, I like that to. I want to get so I, I, Okay, I'm open to that conversation, but on the contrary, I don't like that you think that I do that, especially being my friend. That, that as in as in what? That, Saying that I emasculate men. We going. We just want to skip the whole banter topic. You know. You know. This is the banter. There we go. Let, have we it out. Let's go. I'm here for it. Tell me, Gigi, is that not like a thing? No, you think that's a thing that I do. I believe. I just want to state my point on my my, my position on this. I don't believe you do that, but okay, but thank you. I think you say a lot of suspect things. I agree. <laughs> I suspect meaning suspect meaning what? Suspect as in you in know it's gay. Of, you know it's gay, but that pause. I like, don't think that's demasculating. Another, yeah, and that's that's why it's not demasculating. Really that's why I don't think it's demasculating. Demasculating because gay men are still men. But do you believe there are times where this microphone? Where, look, 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 look! But do you believe there are times <laughs> where she, where Gigi, wow. where Gigi believes? This is look, look! Do you believe there are times where Gigi single-handedly Ooh. words things Ooh. that may emasculate men? Okay, so I see what you're saying. Like, I don't because you don't be like. It's generally like I do like, say generally. No, no. Sometimes you'd be like, it's, "All right, for example, okay." G could be like, "Mr. Red yeah, Bunny. man, I, I had the greatest ice cream today," and then you'd be like, "Yeah, you like that ice cream going in and out your mouth today, huh?" By the way, people, we are speaking to K Blaze. We're speaking to K Blaze. That's something you would say. We're, by the way, we're speaking to K Blaze, people. <laughs> we got you. We got you. I, he's a part of the intro now. I got it. No, no. Okay, okay. I got it. I got it. Say what you said again, K Blaze. Is that really something that you? Okay. No, that's something that you do. I, I do that. You do. Okay. They have been, but I don't and, think and that's, that's what you call. Do- and, and but I'll go on to say they have been consecutive oh. episodes mm. that no, you have done. That's a part of. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me throw you some. Yeah, no, no, that's let okay. me th- I'm gonna throw her some bell. That's a part of her sarcasm. Okay, okay. Um, oh. and that's a fact. And I don't think any of that is demasculating. I think that's equivalent to what we say. Pause. Like when we bring up something, um, like, uh, yo, that shit was big. We say pause. I think it's the same. I think it's to me it's on the same lines of that. Can someone? I don't, I, I don't have my phone on me. Can you? Can you read me the definition of what? Of what demasculate? Sure. Demasculate. I said emasculate. Demasculating. I mean, like, I Ema- wanna... is emasculating a word? No, demasculate. She's right. Is, is it emas? Well, well, demasculize. No, demasculinize. Okay. Means to remove the testicles of a male animal. Wow, that's what you think that I do all the time. She emasculate. Emasculate. Deprive of his role or identity. Wow. 
Yeah, I don't think you do that. That's you the first that. definition before what you just said. Emasculate. Wait, so you still think I just take off balls off of animals? No, he no. said no. They this changed the, the word. They say okay, okay. emasculate, for not demasculate. Okay, and can you no, read that for me one more time? Is deprived of his male role. I thought you said demasculate. Okay. Period. You think I do that? That no, not every time or every single time you speak. I don't believe that is a uh, a response you have, yes, or something that you state. Mm-hmm. But I do believe there are times where you single-handedly play off of words that may complement your joke that ultimately emasculates hmm. men. Okay, so you're saying that like. I, I don't even know what I Take would, the ice cream The scenario. ice cream thing Like oh you like Like white stuff on your mouth Yeah yeah so Alright like so let's that. be clear Oh so you like White <laughs> stuff on I your mouth I didn't even say it in that tone That's not what I said I I'm trying to sound like a woman you That's how I was trying like that, okay, that, okay. Oh look 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 I sound, sound, sound like a woman I, I didn't I didn't Oh he wants to sound like a woman That wow. type of thing No that's an example Okay No that's an example Alright right, like, right, right, right. Oh you wanna sound like a woman That okay. type of thing Okay I didn't say I, okay. No, I can I'm not see saying what you you're trying that. to I'm say. I'm not saying you said okay. that. Okay, and you're saying that there are times where I may put you in a position where you may feel like that I'm emasculating. I didn't say feel like. Oh yeah, I, that is your intention to emasculate. I don't you think feel emasculated. I think, it's, I think. No, when you say the things, I don't feel emasculated. Okay, but I feel like you. That is your intention to emasculate the man who's saying the things that they've said. Okay. So That's what I... Let's use the ice cream on the mouth and it's white. Why couldn't it be pussy juices that are doing that? Why do you automatically assume that it's come From a dick. And oh, I, can I jump you know, in? Because Wait, this... I, hold on. No. I, I'm going to jump in because okay, you okay. knew what you meant. Wait. <laughs> So, Don't do that. So your insinuation it, it, is, it, it is not no insinuation. Makes you, it a thing. You're t- a man just said, okay. I had ice cream and you come back with, oh, you like the white stuff on your lips. I don't, I wouldn't even say it. it just, it's just, it's right. just this okay, okay, of okay. the scenario. Okay. You are insinuating come from a penis. Why? Because it, it, it's just, that would be. I can tell first, you why. Is that the first thing that you're thinking about? No, no that, I can that tell you why. It the is fun. the first thing. What if I said that? that I think about like when you say I, that. Okay. I can say why. Okay, tell me. Because the reason why. Yeah. That is the first thing that comes to mind when you say that. When you say that, not me. When okay. you say that, that is because. Mm-hmm. Semen is mm-hmm. the first thing within general culture. Got it. That's why. Not just That's black culture. Right. Got it. Not just black culture. Okay. Not just white culture. Mm-hmm. But in general. Yes. When that when those terms are are made, they mm-hmm. are referring to for sure. Come so I don't like what women say. Man. Give me head. Okay. Oh, why? Just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's not something. Don't that care. Happen. I just think it sounds weird. I like it. So you want me to say, "Come eat my pussy." Yes, I will hey. say that. Hey, man. I was like, "You like eating pussy?" No, I'm. Yeah. I'm. Maybe. I refer to head because a man, a pe- I, 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 there's a head on my penis. I okay, a, I fair. You see that, how you that, said that head on That's head? Fair. Yeah, that type of thing. But don't say give me head. 
Okay, so basically. Nope. Oh. That's fine. I, I could be in the minority. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, what did you say? I don't like it when a female says, give me head. Mm. I would not like to be told that. <laughs> hey, man, I don't care. He likes that because he's like, he doesn't want like the. That the, just, I don't know. That's because so I've want? always associated head with someone sucking my junk. Aren't you going to suck on the pussy? Okay. You, so you Wayne make a said, I suck the pussy. You. For the pussy. When Wayne said, I suck the pussy for the pussy. Wait, sir, what? Wayne said, I suck the pussy for the pussy, little pussy. Long hair don't even care. I know. Okay. <laughs> what does that have to do with some girl saying, give me head? No, I'm saying when he said that, when he said that, he wasn't saying, I, ho- I would hope he wasn't saying a girl, put a, a boy pussy. He was saying like, okay. Oh, Okay, so when you heard that, you didn't have a problem with that, is what I'm he saying. He never said, I give a female head. I suck the pussy. That type of thing. Like, Okay, you... I suck the pussy, too. I don't, I don't have a problem oh, with you that. You guys are saying pussy. Look at you guys. I'm just saying. No, I'm drunk. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> it, it will always weird me out when a girl, if a girl came to me and said, you want to give me head? Mm. Bitch, you, no. So what are you gonna say? <laughs> so what are you? Are yeah. You, is that what you're? Absolutely you're not. I'd be like, right. it depends on the person. <laughs> okay, I, okay. What's your ideal setup? Of what? Someone asking you to get. I can't even. I don't want to say head. For them, for you to entertain to go down? their vulva. Um, words. You want to go down on me? No words don't need to be said. How, words are not going to be said. How can you get consent? I mean, you. You've been in situations. Nah, I like to say things out loud. Like, let's make sure that we have an understanding of what's gonna happen. I'm not a yeah. I don't. I don't think for me. No. I think it's more about. I think. I mean, vibe for me. It's not if, that if for it's me. There, it's not that. If it's there, it's there. After Greg says, so if it's there, it's there. What, what do you mean by it's there? Like it's there? you, you know, like you know what time it is. I do know what time it is. The mood. The legs. The legs. The legs open. That's a clear indication. <laughs> that's very clear. For that's me, subjective. It's, it's, it's talking nasty Is talk. It? It's talking nasty talk. What? And fresh talk. I, what's the, what? <laughs> Give me an example of what nasty talk is. Nasty talk and fresh talk says exactly that I want your penis inserted inside of me. I want... <laughs> That's, that's I want sexy, to do I all those things got to it. your joint. Got like, it. Got it. Got it. Got that it. type of thing. Understood. It's never for me like just jumping out the window. Hey, for me every time I've like had sex with a woman for the first time, yeah. they've done the work. Like they put the penis inside them for me. You you never you never took it in there and did it. Never yourself? felt I never needed to. Wow. Okay, king. It's not a king thing. I just if you think about it, well, speaking for myself, okay, it's always just been a mood and a vibe where you knew what was about to happen. So, but where does the foreplay happen? Because you're just talking about putting your penis inside of the vagina. You're not even actually talking about the idea that you're eating her. But even, but I'm saying even in like, of course, before that happens, stuff is happening. But still, even that, words don't need to be said. But how do you, what if you, she doesn't want you to do it? Then she would say stop. So, okay. So is, is this a part of your like your well I don't know you don't you don't have to answer this question if you want to Greg but is that part of your foreplay like are you always eating the the pussy when when you're having an intimate interaction with the woman 
Well, me personally, I go for the nipples first. That's not my question. What about you, Mister? <laughs> Is it, are you always doing it? Like, is that a part of like your 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 thing? Like, so wait, you would? Hey top, man, I top, start hold the move to get hold, the groove. With I'm that. sorry, one second, yeah. Blaze, Blaze, time the fuck out. You 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 better clarify quick. Give him the mic. If that's my lady, yeah. oh I, oh yeah, I, that's the joint. But if it's just you know. Y'all so, niggas so, made fun of me about raw. Yeah, but you go, way. go down on any bit. Fuck nah, out of here. Yeah. We, we already explained that. Yeah, we, I'm not, we're not going to go back yeah, into it. If you want to entertain nah, that, nah, go back, back in my, back my day. He said back was, in his day. If you was just a number, nah, I'm not. No. I'm not. I'm not even like. So is that a is that a double standard kind of thing? No. Is it a double standard? No. I'm not expecting her to give me that. I don't know. Really? Yeah, that I'm is not, not a part. Well, Mr. Rickman, you wasn't a part of this conversation before. So, would you let? <laughs> I don't want to use the word any. That's that's a oh, that's a reach. But you said are you, I'm sorry. You said any. I, I don't want to use the word any like a and y. But let's say you at a bar. What does that mean? I was about to say, would you let any chick suck your dick? Oh, okay. And I don't want to use the word any, so okay. I want to paint a, a better scenario. Mm. You went to a bar, you picked up a chick. You just the first time you met this chick, and this chick's like, "Let's go back to, let's go for a nightcap or whatever." Are you allowing her to suck your penis? Her tongue is white. Oh yeah, that. When do you check the tongue is white? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's my second question. You know, off the rip, I've gotten if like yo. Nah. <laughs> like, so to answer that question, like, that's when it started. Like, it was already nah, like, from the gate. Like, there's no way, you know, at this point in my life, I'd say, because I've been, I've been a savage, I'd say, in my, in my younger <laughs> okay. day. Okay. Taking down, in my younger day. But these days, I'm definitely like, yo, I don't care how much nasty talk we talking, like. <laughs> talk. How about nasty? Oh, how fresh you is, like you ain't fresh as I am. Mean. <laughs> you ain't fly. Like that, that needs to. You're right. Your mouth not. K Blade, what you say? Mouth not fresh. You you checking tongues? Your mouth not. You checking tongues? Definitely checking the tongue. Believe that shit. Don't believe that. I'm checking the tongue, and at the same time, she's checking it from home. You reminded that her breath stank. That's what you said. I cannot believe What if he forgot that her breath stank? You know, I've never actually been in a situation where the chick breath stank and rank. Me either. I'm going to put that out. I just realized as I'm talking, I've never been put in that position either. Oh, okay. You have. You know what? If that is your experience, then I can't do say nothing yeah, about please it. Please let him talk. Speak his piece. I have, and the night ended. Yeah, you was like. It, it, it ended. How did we you talking end? to K Blaze, y'all? This is banter. It ended. <laughs> you know the crazy thing is, there's been times when my breath stink. been stink. I know my breath is stink. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> are you serious right now? Like, are you gonna still like? Think breath is definitely a turn off. I've been sleep asleep, and I know because I taste this shit. <laughs> I know for sure. 
your ass smelling shit. <laughs> you go <gonna> keep going. <laughs> That's different, though. You know your breath Nigga. in the morning time? I'm, talking about no, like I'm not a... talking about in the morning time. I'm talking about nap time. It could be a nap time. Like, still, we just if you dead. sleep with your mouth open, it's bound to happen. Right. But there's still stinking rank. <laughs> and I know what you think type of thing. Like, like, like. But you take your, you taking naps with random people? No, I mean. No, but. A breath stink is a breath stink, stink is, Greg. Like, oh, you disagree. I disagree with that. Because it's, breath it doesn't. Breath stink is breath stink. No, yeah. no. There's different levels for you? It's, no, you're right. A stink breath is a stink breath. Yeah. But a stink breath from your partner mm-hmm. versus a stink breath from a new chick that you're about to try to pipe you know the different. crazy thing is i don't even smell it once i get crazy with it like yeah. hey, when what- i say crazy i've never been in the <laughs> domestic case where i wasn't the plaintiff what? <laughs> let me speak it's true okay <laughs> love it yes. you know i do when i come through clearly <laughs> yes. They can play this whole time. Yo, you gotta let him be great. Yo, yo. But that just kind. I don't even. I don't want to elaborate on this. Yo, we good. We good to start. We good with this banter. We good. Did we even answer the question? No, we did not. And I was really looking forward to answering that question. But But you said you were surprised that you said that I, I. I could see the difference between what things that are. No, you believe that some that some things are definitive. That is that is really surprising to me. Really? Yes, because you are subjective queen. Well, it's all about perception, Greg, and everybody's way of life. But there's just certain things that are just definitive. You can't change it. Like what? If you're pregnant, you you pregnant. Are you? I don't know, Greg. I don't. I'm sorry, ask you me said the question pregnant. that you want to ask me, so I can. Like you saying, like if you're if a, if a woman is carrying mm-hmm. a child, mm-hmm. you are pregnant. Yes. Like there's no arguing that. Yes, I agree with that. Okay, I hope so... I agree with that. Okay, so how why are we here? Because I feel like you could figure out a way to make that subjective. <laughs> you know what? I probably could. If I really, really wanted to, Greg, I probably could find. <laughs> I probably could, but this is not it. <laughs> you can definitely figure out a way to make everything subjective. It. No, that's definitive. That is some, that, that. Come on, Greg. I'm logical as well. Come on. It's money. It's money. Are you? And I will yes. definitely make that money. Okay. Greg, very logical. I might do emotional things that may come off illogical. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'm logical. That is fair. That's fair. That is Thank fair. Thank you. Um, well, let's jump into it then. Let's do it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to episode 50. Combo 50. This is Combo 50. 
um, of just a conversation with Greg, Mr. Rent Money, and Gigi. I am your host, Greg, and this is a really special, special episode because who would have saw 50? I did. I see 100. I see two. Yo, I see like the Joe Budden type. Did y'all type see? Numbers. Did y'all see fifty? Be real. Did I? See I did for a real? long time Damn, ago. That's crazy, Greg. You know I. The way we talking right now, you know from day one I've been talking is the same exact way. This is not new. That's crazy. That's no. 50, it's not new. It's not new. Do you? You're right. Fifty. Man, we just getting we didn't really wait, start. wait, wait. Let me let me finish the intro. I am joined by um my brother, uh, Mr. Red Money. How's it going, Mr. Red Money? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well, man. We in a new environment, a new space, a new taste. You know how I do. And look, this new environment that we have today is definitely taking a new pace. Mm. Okay, in what sense? Yo, Dr. Seuss, you good? You did great. Let me answer the question. You've been robbing since you got here. (laughs) 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 We also also joined by by Gigi, our sister. How's it going, Gigi? Hi, everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely knew that we was going to make it to 50 episodes. There would be no reason for me to be on this pod if I didn't think we were going to make it to 50 episodes. So... I believed in us already, y'all. That's right. That's dope. I'm I'm glad to hear that. We are also joined by Blaze, our engineer. He makes sure we sound great and good. And love you, man. He love waved you at you guys. That's right. You K didn't Blaze hear got it him, made. But. So I was um, but yeah. Wait, just want to be. I want to do this one more time because this is our fiftieth episode, 50. the 50th conversation go, that we go, have sat down go, and spoken go. about things that we passionately care about or don't care about, just to be here. But how is everybody's week before we jump into you know i'm 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 doing well my my week has been fine i would say that um it's it's been a new week i would say new in a sense of it's been outside of the monotony that may occur with everyday life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for some people i would say I got you. I understand that. You know, um, but none. It's been been been. I've I've had a really great week overall, nonetheless. When I think about uh, uh other people's troubles and worries, the things that they have on their plate, mm. I'm I'm really doing well. Not in a sense of like, you know. Finances being crazy, like I don't have a million dollars in the bank. Yeah, understand? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a meme. Yo, you really know? <laughs> you know we are the same page with that. Like that is a meme. And I appreciate that. <laughs> that was like that was like in a sense of like, listen, let me let me let me put that investment in. Like, yeah, and I appreciate that. Said, but on the contrary. I, I already know. I already. I'm already thinking that. That's my mindset. But I appreciate that I'm a, around that type of company. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. We're around that type of company. Hey, moment. Just a real quick moment. If you're listening to this, do not surround yourself around people 
who are negative and contrary to what you have going on. Kanye said had to move away from people that was making me miserable. That's right. If you want to get to where you going, you got to make sure the people around you concur with what you're doing. Mm. Never let your right hand know what your Free left hand is doing. Hey, never let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. If you are on the roll with something and you feel adamant about uh, um, getting somewhere in life, don't worry about the, the negative naysayers. Keep doing your thing, man. Mm. Get back to the, to the drink. Mm. Cool. I've been losing friends and finding peace. Mm. I've been losing friends and finding Drake. sleep. Um, That's right. How was your week, Gigi? Um, my week was good. Uh, it was a short week for the most part. So, um, but it was great. I was around great people, great spirits, great vibes. Uh, work was busy. It was really, really busy. Nothing I can say that really stood out. And if it did, I'll bring it back around. But it was a decent week. I made it. Facts. Not gonna complain. Dope, 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 dope. Um, so. My week was short like yours, I guess, I, I guess as far as the work week goes. Um, but you said something like um, you try to, when you compare, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but you was like compared to someone else's circumstances, you had a pretty good week. I think that's, right. that's, that's what you, on, a, mm-hmm. on those lines, right? So... I'm glad you think that way. That's that's cool that you think that way. I said that to my um. I said that to uh, my therapist one time, and she was like, "It's cool to think that way, but you still go through shit, and it's important that you acknowledge it." So, you, of course, your circumstances is not going to be as bad as someone who's homeless and don't got food to eat, but it doesn't mean you didn't have a bad week. And I'm not saying that you didn't have a bad week, but. Um, cause I used to do that to myself, like, nah, this wasn't that bad because somebody else was going through this. But I've been trying to get into a more of a mindset of like, Greg, you have shit, and you gotta acknowledge. I'm the, I am very mm. feelings, emotion king. Get over it. Build a bridge and get over it. Mm-hmm. That is me all day I'm long. Around it. And I'm trying hard. I'm trying harder. Not to like necessarily wallow, but just like you know, be there for that moment. Allow it to process and move and move past it. It ain't easy because I don't Mm-mm. like that feeling. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But if growing was easy, everybody would have been able to do it. So like those, like most uncomfortable places. If you ever notice, even those darkest times are the times where you find more growth in yourself. Because there's moments where you could have gave up on yourself, and every day you're making it. So. That's what I'm saying, and you're right. But my thing is like I know what the I guess it's because you know what the alternative is. Like, if you, you can either feel sad or you can get over this and move on with your life. And I know what the move on with my life feels like, so I'd rather just go straight to that rather than addressing the shit that's right here. Yeah, but you've already acknowledged, which is going to be something in my clip, is that not allowing something to process, doesn't just because you got over it doesn't mean you healed from it. So there's going to be another part in your life where that lesson might play out again because you still haven't allowed that to process and learn from it or try to grow from it. And so it's just like if you don't allow it to 
If you don't allow yourself to sit in it and even see the parts that you may have played, um, situations, and then be able to find a deeper meaning in it so you're able to move forward, I think that's the more healthier route. Because saying that is done, like compartmentalizing it, and I know because I'm a person that tends to do that as well, you realize that, again, you find yourself in these cycles where you're like, Although it seems different, it's the same shit. Just trying to tell you that lesson. And and you know what? I don't teach dis- you that lesson. I don't Sorry, disagree guys. with anything you said at all. But since we're here, how about we just start with your clip because I think it just um, rolls right into it. So so just let everybody know for the fiftieth episode, we're gonna just reminisce on some past conversations that we've had, um, and maybe elaborate on some things that um that we spoke about because you know. Um, Gigi joined us like midway through our run, so she probably heard something in our previous conversation that she want to talk about now that we could regurgitate. Um, I wasn't here for every episode, so you know. Yes, uh, since I'm gonna go first, I just wanted to introduce the episode. Um, and in this episode, is not an episode that I'm on, you guys. This is actually one of the episodes that I chose um, that got me interested in watching, watching, listening to the podcast, and even eventually even being on it. Um, it's episode 24, um, and this is an episode that um, also talks about your homelessness, um, but the clip that I chose was um, an excerpt from Greg talking about um, his trauma. Different for me, y'all. I saw like a last words 
When Greg said our age group for me, no, because I was playing off of how loud this damn microphone is. Because I was speaking and I could hear myself through your microphone. So I didn't even realize my microphone wasn't even on. <clears throat> but that last part of what you said was significant because um, I believe that's the the reason why these kids, these teenagers are so angry mm. walking around like, you know, trying to have a point to prove killing and, you know, wilding out and fighting all crazy, you know, just for nothing. Doing just wild, malicious things because of lack of attention, you know what I'm saying? And, um, Lack of parental advisory. I know that you're talking to those teens, but I'm just talking about us and our age group and how, and maybe I'm just going to be subjective and talk about me and like Mm -hmm. my my upbringing um, as a Caribbean woman where like um, being emotional or, you know, like crying or telling you, telling someone how you felt wasn't always received and so you would have to like like hold it in or get over it or not talk mm. about it at all if something like bad happened um it happened and tomorrow it didn't happen and like yeah, you would just have to like to smile. you just like have to yeah just keep going and it wasn't until like I started going to therapy where I realized like that was just a defense mechanism when like you in order for you to really grow from things because I feel like that's done to you as well because you realize that you have all this animosity or all this anger, all this grief that you haven't been able to release it. And so how your body is ma- either manifesting it in a way where there's going to be like like you end up being sick or um, you're finding yourselves in situations where like you don't see any growth. You just see yourselves in the same situation. It's like a cycle. You just keep going in circles like there's no forward. There's no backward. It's just a, a whole circle. So you're saying this is what's what derives in within the the caribbean culture no i'm gonna i said i was speaking subjectively no but you you specifically said yeah because i caribbean that's where these things and then you start listening that's that's my culture like i i'm speaking subjectively for me so i i can't say like african-americans like i don't know that i know where i grew up in but in the jamaica household it could be similar or it can be different. No, because I've heard this. This the okay, reason why I understand I've, what you're saying. I've, I'm not trying to single you out. No, or I like, did, I want you to because it was I was talking about me. When I say single out, I mean in a sense of like trying to poke fun at you. No, I don't think thing. that. Um, I've heard that amongst many other Caribbean people that, um, uh, even when it comes to weight. Weight is a is a is a was like the number one thing for multiple Caribbean women. Like just going hard at at weight. Oh you're fat, you're fat, you're fat, fat, that type of thing. And then having to um show face for the public and and um put on the still exude that you're beautiful, but knowing that like you haven't been told that you were beautiful. Haven't been told, yeah. yeah. Not that you're not, yeah. You know, like let's let's be clear about that, yeah. But specifically, you weren't told, and it's been actually something that was contrary to what 
um, many other people may believe. Is that that is that true? Mm, possibly, yes. You know, um, when it comes down to it, it's not even a a a, a, a specific area of people type of thing. It's a people thing. You know, people yeah. are, even the people who love you will, it, people who love you and the people who you, whom you love will do it. This is all kind of, uh, uh, relative to, you know, what you were saying about how the conversation you had with your, with your therapist where you, you said, you know, you thought you were over um, you, you, your, the circumstances you were raised in with your mom. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying this is, these are very similar situations. That, For sure. You know what I'm saying? In, in essence. Trauma is trauma. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So if you're saying that, that you're from your Caribbean family, that it may be, that it may be something as common where um where uh where things from people who are you whom you love they are said that may be uh hurtful hurtful no or yes no because no, it's it, you're you're yes and no because i'm saying it more in an instance of trauma could happen to you as a child um, and you wouldn't talk, know it. you know, you know, you would know it. You would probably try to talk to your mm -hmm. parents about it. Um, but at that point in time, like it, it kind of stops there. Like it, it's known, but there's like no healing process. There's no, like, let's go see a therapist. I think that's the bigger, there's no, like trying to figure out how your child can heal from whatever trauma has happened. They're kind of just like, okay, now we know. Let's move forward from it, not realizing that this child or teenager or whatever has still hasn't processed themselves what has happened to That's them. That's significant. I think the bigger issue is that people don't know what trauma is. Mm. I, don't, I don't think you can identify trauma. Recognizing the trauma when it's there. Mm. Just even understanding that it's trauma. Like, I think that's something... Um, I think that's something I've recently learned. Like, you're not known, you, you don't know that going home with no one being there every day, that's traumatic. You are a teenager and you go home every day and no one's there. You just go, to, go home and you got to fend for yourself. To you, that's normal. Because yeah, you've done it for you so don't long. You see the trauma in it because it's a norm. But it's trauma. And my thing is like they're like you're not told like because it's so normalized, it's not it's not even traumatic anymore. Think about have you ever heard um like especially black people say when they see a black person is killed on 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 social media or um being brutalized by the police, it's not traumatizing no more because it's so it happens so often. Well, it's not traumatized, but it's desensitized. I've heard people say it's not even tra it's not traumatic no more. It's like desensitized, cause, meaning cause it's it is desensitized. normal. Yeah, it's regular. Yeah, but to see that. but it's still trauma. It is, no, it is still trauma. Yeah, it's still. But trauma. I think the issue, the big, I think like the issue with our like 
with our age group is that like we we never was told what trauma was. Is there trauma when there's no desensitization? Is there trauma when there's no desensitization? Yeah. Is there possible? Is it possible? If a tree falls in the middle of the woods and no one's here, if talk, it was there speak to, to listen it. to it, right? Fall? Did it make a sound? Absolutely, it did. Right. I think so too. No, I hear. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's 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 all different kinds of traumas. It's just like Greg was saying, is that like um understanding there's certain things that happen. Like for me, it's not realizing until you're older yeah. that the way that I was processing things wasn't healthy. Like it wasn't for me or for like people that I was around. And like as I'm like when I was in, when I was in therapy and I was able to understand where these things were stemming from and now I'm proce- now I'm starting the process of healing from them. Because I didn't even know, and I didn't understand why there were certain ways that I would handle things, or I was so easily able to compartmentalize things and just be like, all right, well, it's here, and we're just going to keep it moving. And then I met my therapist, and there's kind of locked in now. Greg says that I'm emotional. That bothers you when, when Greg generalizes <laughs> Me actually your being shit. able to, like, No, but specifically your down. shit. Something that bothers you? No. Well, okay. I'm gonna say I think what what I'm what Greg has has maybe now understood is that I wasn't a person that wasn't I wasn't a talker. So you would never know what would be happening in my life. You when would, I said that, was that you being vulnerable? Me being just vulnerable. now was that when I just now said When I just said the last words that I just said, the last <laughs> statement that I just said, about Greg. would that have been a moment for you to be vulnerable? Yeah, that's vulnerable. what I think all my moments would be. That's why I'm trying to say that with, with Greg, he doesn't understand that I, I'm not that person. And he sees this person, he thinks this is normal. It's not. Do you not and like to be wait, vulnerable? Time out. Pause. Hold up. Wait a minute. But could, when you, <laughs> I'm gonna go back to that question. Friends, how many friends. of us have them? When you, when you, when you, a friend, <laughs> you a friend knows the real you. No, nope. you can depend on to so who Mr. Rent Money presents to the public. Yeah, could be somebody completely different to who he presents to me, but I'm his friend, so I know. Even if you are putting on a front for the public, it's a front. Okay, you're my friend. Yeah, I hope we're friends. Me too. Right? Not the way that you So, me. you need to get... See, this is what I mean. Build Yo, bridge I, you know, I just I just <laughs> was thinking about this. You specifically said to Gigi, you know, you're not my friend, right? When the fuck did I say that? You said when, when we was... Was it like last week or two weeks ago, you specifically said, I don't think you think of you as my... Please pull up the tape. No, it was afterwards. I, I will not say some shit. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's like, damn, Greg. No, 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 no. We were all... Pull this the was the first time... This was the first time that the three of us um, were speaking about a conversation that you and I had. hmm and, and this was the very first time. And you said there's been times when I thought I was in a friendship and then I didn't even know it. I am... I don't look at you as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, when did I say this? I 
swig. Feelings. I swear you said that. I, I was like, I, that was kind of hard stuff. Please pull up the tape. I would mm, definitely. Mm, I don't think that's what I would before, say. It was a week before the Millennium Tour. Mm. A week before the Millennium Tour. tour. Mm-hmm. You got to say it the same way it started around. Mm. So that would be what, 48? Now I'm going to go back with the combo 48. Wow. Um, no, it was afterwards. No, so now it's not on tape. So Trust. Well, well, okay. But wait, getting back to my point. Yeah. We're friends. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the way you present yourself to me, I would think that that is who Gigi is. But I'm letting you know that, Greg, that even if you, me being me is always going to be me here. But the information that you know, details, that's not who I am. Like, that is who you now, are. Now, now, Greg. But now, it's who you are. Now. The, even if it's now, the future, or yesterday, no, but, it's but who you are. What I'm trying to explain are. to you is that it's, it's a different dynamic of how I allowed our our friendship to be like I try to tell you Greg there's layers to my friendships there's people that have known me for years that don't know some things that you know Greg I, I get that all right it's, so well, I need you to understand it that when I share information or I'm able to even be vulnerable I choose who I'm vulnerable with so me saying that your emotion doesn't hold weight versus let's say Joe Schmo I don't get what you're saying Joe Schmo can say Jeez, I think you're emotional, his, but he don't know you the way I know his you. His information is invalid. So if I say you're emotional, it's because why? I don't know, Greg. Because I think that I know about you, that you've been vulnerable enough to share with me. You know, what I've learned okay. in that doesn't general... Make sense. It makes a lot of sense. What I've learned... I'm emotional. ...is that <laughs> the term I'm emotional sure. is dismissive. It really is. I think everyone is emotional. And I'm trying. Everyone has their things, but no. When I think of emotional, I think of out of control emotions. Out of control emotions. Okay. And there are some people who are more in control, in control with their emotions with their emotions. That doesn't mean they're not emotional. I believe that the term emotional equates to someone being with out of control. someone who has out of control yeah. emotions. I understand that. Meaning like um decisions aren't made or aren't wavered by the the current state of their emotions. I think people who get who get labeled emotional um <laughs> you label them <laughs> Like people who I think people who get labeled emotional thinks um it's a negative thing because that usually means that they're irrational. Because a rational it person can be though, you know that. I, I'm not saying that they can't, but I also believe an emotional person can make a rational decision too. No, that's when emotion comes in. No if you are I, I understand I definitely understand what you're saying. From in my like me I think I'm an emotional person. I think I make a lot of decisions out of emotion. But I also think my emotion, like my decisions, are also rational at the same time. Mm-hmm. Rationality doesn't even mix with emotion. Like when it comes to when it comes to emotion in a sense of making a crazy decision that you wouldn't normally make you, make you based off of your emotion. Meaning, like today you get an F. Based off of my emotion. Yeah, that, but if I was feeling good today or yesterday, then you would get an A. 
Yeah, I, I I definitely understand what you're saying. And that's who you're um, saying I am. No, I think you I think you have the ability. No, not the ability. You make rational decisions. Doesn't mean you're not emotional. My thing is you can't sit here and tell someone that they are in control of their emotions, right? Everyone has emotions. It's like it's whether you ignore them, suppress them, you still have the damn emotions. Some people wear their emotions outwardly. I think um and I think when you when people think of the word emotional or be labeled as an emotional person, they're thinking that they're an irrational person. I don't think that. Okay, so I think your... you can be emotional and be rational at the same time. That's your perception. Yes, it definitely is my perception. Okay, that's not fact. So your perception makes me an emotional person. Yes. Okay. So what's fact? You said what's fact? You said that's the rationale. I believe the rationality. The fact like that you said I believe thing, is not fact. Once thing. I didn't. Okay. Say it. That's once they, once the once the rationality meaning like the overall the overall take the. I believe once the all overall conclusion of what is said from a, a person is out of the realm of, you know, the justice for every, all the parties involved. Can I read it? Then that is definitely some emotional shit. Like when, when you're saying like, because of how I feel at this cert, at this at this given moment, I'm going to make this decision. If I felt like I was in a good mood, then this decision would occur. Before you read the definition, can I just well, respond to that? Because yeah, <laughs> if if someone, I like to think that I am someone who is very in control of his emotions. Depends um, on the day. It depends. You're right. It depends on the day. It also depends on the situation. So I'm just I'm gonna try to narrow this down just to mm-hmm. a business, like business decisions, right? I think in business decisions there is some feeling involved, um, some some type some level of, of emotion to to do something when, when making a business decision. But also you need to have some kind of rational discernment to make a decision as well. For prime example, we need new microphones for the pod, right? So emotionally, it's like um, the emotional part of me to to buy these new microphones. For everyone, instead of waiting for everyone to get their um to get their own microphone, was one. It's a frustration because we need to sound better, um. So I'm frustrated, but I think it's also a rational decision to buy it only because we need the new microphones to propel our um podcast forward. I think the two can be um the two things can exist. Well, if you're thinking rational, rational to to me. Rational, when I think of the word rational, I am removing all emotional um, potential decisions Mm -hmm. to a side and thinking about the well-being of all parties and of who are, um, who may be the victim and thinking about separating who's the victim and who's the culprit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm th- I'm rationally uh, making this decision. You and know, think, who is who and what is what. And I think that's, honestly, that's a big problem in the world. I think when you remove emotion from making rational decisions, I think more, I think worse things happen. I think you, like, 
it, 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 as I'm like as I'm listening to myself speak, I know it sounds like an oxymoron for sure. But I think it's a practice that people, if people just put time into thinking about actually making a sound, um, irrational decision, but also having some kind of feeling of like how this is going to affect people. I don't see the problem with like one being emotional and being um being rational and making that decision. I'm gonna read the definition now. Go for it. Because maybe I am emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you we, know that's important. The fact that you acknowledge something. <laughs> we did this uh, before we, we did this when she oh, because I told her she was a, a introvert. No, she's an extrovert yeah. with introvert qualities. And we went through and read what the definition of um introvert extra um, extrovert was. I shared them both, but yeah. No. Go for it. Yo. Okay. So the definition, I Googled it, y'all. The adjective is relating to a person's emotions. Yeah, I do that. Um the the next uh definition is arousing or characterized by intense feelings. I do that too. Um, and then the last is having feelings that are easily excited and openly displayed. Um, yeah, I want everybody to be great. And I usually say... Was that the last one again? Uh, of a person having feelings that are easily excited and openly displayed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a overly happy person around people. Overly. I just love people sometimes, especially like when they have good vibes. Like I just want to love them with all my heart. Like, you're great. Continue to be great. Over. All right, so, okay, I'm not going to. Uh, based off this definition, not yours, Greg. Um, I and, know I don't think like most. It's cool. Um, but based off this uh, definition from the Oxford languages, yeah, I'm an emotional person. That's, what Man, that's, a, 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 that's important. That's, yeah. that's telling about your personality. What do you mean? Characteristics. What do you mean? Recognized the fact that you've recognized. I'm sorry, my microphone was off the entire time. (laughs) That's telling, hey, Gigi, that's telling about your personality. The fact that you've recognized that, um, okay. Maybe I wasn't on uh, as on point as I thought I was. That's true about me. In this definition, but not in that. In that, yeah. no, yeah, in yeah. You yeah, saw absolutely. something. Yes. Who? Well, I don't care where where it was from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's my definition? It don't matter. The it fact does. that you saw something sorry, and matter. you didn't know it before. I didn't take any offense. You saw something that you didn't know before. Yeah. That was, that was like. Profound for you, like oh shit, yeah, that, that is real. Like I'm an emotional person. Oh, maybe I am. And yeah. you said, yeah, okay, because you I think am. that I think emotional means irrational, and I don't. No, I think that when you say emotional, um, and again, like Greg, I just think for me, because you get to see like that side, like I, I get a little uh, touchy with that because I'm just like the nigga. I don't gotta say shit. I mean, I can just smile and be like everything's like great, and you'll never, and and you won't know. That makes no sense. I don't to me. believe that to be true. That I wouldn't tell that anything? you wouldn't know. Meaning, we wouldn't know. He wouldn't know. He wouldn't know. Just because you didn't. If that's didn't what comes along with being a friend, right, Greg? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That makes no sense. Like, there's things that, like, yeah, between Drew, Blaze, Brennan, 
there's things that they could say to me that no one else can because they know certain things about me, but they know me the most, like, I was about to say deeply, and that's kind of pause, but they know me, like, they know the most about me, I should say, okay. or even Jackie in a sense, too. So it's like, if they were to call me emotional, I would accept that because they know something about me. I wouldn't call that emotional. What do you mean? I would just call that my friend being vulnerable and finding me a safe space for them to be able to talk no, about I'm, their feelings. Got it. I understand what you're thinking. I understand how what you're you, perceiving emotion got is. Got it. For me, I don't... I, when, that's how you say it. Like, if I'm reading this definition, being able to got be in tune with people, that makes sense for me as an emotional person. Let me clarify what I mean. You you spilling your guts to me and giving me and, and telling me your innermost thing, right, I don't right, think relax. that that's being emotional. No. I call you emotional for a completely different reason. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. I that didn't, is, that's how what I took. I didn't know that. Got it. Okay. No, that is what not is why you are emotional. Are you going to tell me now or you want to tell me off air? I can tell you now why I think you're emotional. No, let's best take you it off You want to tell mind. me off air? Yeah. We'll tell, I, I think I've already told you this, but it's cool. Um, yeah. you. I think you, um, you're... Pretty much the same thing you say to me. My initial response is to respond with emotion, but to come back to reality. I was going to sing the Eminem verse. Okay, so... Start back to reality. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt. Um, Okay, then, Greg, we'd say emotional people. Based (laughs) off the definition, I'm an emotional person. I accept that it's okay to be emotional. But let's circle back and just get back to episode 24 before we go to the next segment, is that... um, I just want to say shout outs to the both of you guys because there was an emotional level that I felt <laughs> when I heard you guys speak, um, and it showed me a different part. See, I of wouldn't you guys. that wasn't us be, that episode. I wouldn't consider that us being emotional. That I was just us being real. I would say. I, I think that you were using emotion. At, but we were using emotional, yeah. but I wouldn't claim. I wouldn't label that as emotional. Okay, so I'm going to say that in this episode. I'm not sure if you remember, but. Uh, Mr. Red Money is also telling his story about his homelessness. Yeah. And he's talking about how his son and this house with his son, which is the 1104 house. Like, so it's, it, there was a lot of um, things that like was, was like was touching me because you, you heard a man t- tell his story and still found a way to find light and to be able to be great in these darkest times with his son. And then with you being able to see how something that may have happened so many years ago with your mother that you felt like you built your bridge and you were past it, that you still saw that there was a healing process for you. Like that was something I was like, my, my boys are men. And they're seeing that their journey is something that should be documented and be able to be shared because black men don't allow themselves to share their story in a space where people are able to hear it. Maybe they're able to do it like in closed rooms or in private, but to be able to have that conversation, even on the ride home. And I love that because Ava's in the car too. And she's like, where are we going? Like, I just love the whole episode. Like that's when I knew just the conversation was going to go places. So shout out to episode 24. Episode 24 is the, the same exact, the clip that we just heard. Yeah, Which is the episode that you talked about your homelessness. You were driving back from Vermont. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I wanted to say something in regards to that clip because I said something about um you need to address your trauma. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. So I wanna say I think um 
I'm gonna just put it out here like this. I think there's multiple ways you can address your trauma. And I think some people proactively choose not to move past it because it drives them. Mm. Like, you know, you heard people say that they got a chip on their shoulder. You ever heard that expression? Yes, I've heard that expression. Like I got a, yes. I got a chip on my shoulder, so that's why I act this way. I mean, that's that's been like coined by Kanye West. Kanye West is, I would say, is most common for literally quoting yeah, those exact sure. words. But um, for me, you know. Holding on to shit, even in the, the the people who are successful, holding on to shit is the is the is, you know it's the reason why, it's, it's the reason it's the reason hoping even famous people holding on to shit is like the ultimate reason why people ask that that question. They got all that money. They got all that money and they still what committed suicide or you know it's it's things that people hold on to it has nothing to do with money or status or you know how many followers you have yo people go through things and in I, general I think, I think those are people those are people that just didn't really process it well right I'm not, and, and and I'm not saying. I think you should definitely process. I think there's no um, processing something is uh, to me is not subjective. I think it's definitely like you need to process your trauma on whatever level it it may be. But I also think it's okay if if you are using that traumatic experience to propel you forward. Meaning, like, um, like. The Colin Kaepernick shit, where he was like, um, I was always chosen second. Like, I'm always the second one chosen. Always the second one chosen. Like, that's that's a that was a traumatic thing for him to learn, that he wasn't the first. Like, he wasn't their first selection as a baby. So, he used that and pro- like to continue to always propel himself forward, whether whether he wasn't the first one wanting to get a scholarship um, for football for college. He still, he still um, decided to play football and keep going. So, I just think, like, Yes, process the trauma for sure. You gotta process it, but I also think if you, if you are that type of person that that uses those kind of experiences to to propel you forward, I think those people shouldn't be ridiculed at all either. I do, because um, I don't think that you've healed from it. Because you can still use an experience to drive you, but if you haven't healed from it, that's why you're gonna relive that that's experience. Process. So it's like, but. Saying that you've processed something and still holding on for you to propel it means that you're there's still a part of you that hasn't healed, right? So you're using this this um, this trauma to allow you to know that that's the only way that you can be great, and that's not it. That shouldn't be so- that driving force. And so at that same time, like yes, understand that that traumatic event that happened in your life happened, but let's let's figure out like what in that. What did you learn from it? What did it teach you? How are you able to move forward from it? Then hold on to that moment where if you need to get up in the morning, be like, I don't want to get up. But don't allow yourself to say, because someone didn't love me, um, that I'm going to use that to be like, no one's ever going to love me, so I'm going to be the greatest whatever career in my life because I know that I'll never be loved. That shouldn't be a thing. You should understand that love. 
but at the same time, if you're using, oh, that's not what I meant, at least, sorry. If you're if you're saying that you're using traumatic events in order to propel you, like something has happened to you, and you're using that every day, how do you heal from something that you're like reliving that trauma every time? So what what is the difference between that and forgiveness? Because forgiveness is that you've accepted that has happened to you. Why can't that be the same thing for someone who is holding on to that traumatic experience? Because just because you forgive doesn't mean you have to forget. Just because you. But forgiving doesn't mean that you you you're healed. That's what, <laughs> time out. That's what I'm saying. Because the the that's what I'm saying. You need to process it for yeah, sure. You can definitely pro, you can definitely process the situation. And I think the process, if you've processed it properly, you will heal. But that doesn't mean you can't hold on to it. How do you forgive something if you are still holding on to it? My point exactly about forgiveness. That doesn't make any sense. Because for me, what, this is once again, this is Greg's point, uh, well, Greg's views. When you forgive someone, it is no longer there. It has uh, not saying that it that it didn't happen, but you are not referencing it ever again. But you don't have goes to back to someone. my point about goes back to my example about you left a hundred dollars on the table mm-hmm. and someone stole that hundred dollars. Yeah. So now when that person is around you, even though you forgave them, you're not leaving the hundred dollars on the table again. Yeah, you did forgive them. No, you didn't. You allowed them back into your space. I don't know. Absolutely, I I don't think that's forgiveness. I think. You are choosing to continue to be cool with them. Sure, I don't think you. I think you could continue. I think you could be cool with somebody and, and not forgive them for an action. How can you be cool with someone that you don't trust? Because all actions aren't um, like uh, I was about to say a fireable um, offense, but it's like that's how you see your friends. Kinda okay. I'm actually proud to think that way. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yes. I think you can. Um, I think people do things. Um, intentionally and unintentionally where it's not forgivable, but because the act, because the situation isn't bigger than my friendship, I choose to move past it. So did you heal from it? Cause at this point you're just, now you're just surrounding yourself around someone that you can't trust. Mm, that's one way of looking at it. I'm not going to even, I'm not going to even argue that because it's, from a logical standpoint, what you're saying makes sense for sure, um, but it's—I don't even know how to answer that because it's like, yes, I'm, I still trust you. Like, there's things that everyone who I consider a friend has done something to me that I did not forgive them for. Okay. Everyone has done something, whether you know it or not know it. That's weird, Greg. How was that weird? You can choose not to bring it up because, it, like I said, the situation isn't bigger than the friendship. Interesting. And I think that's the same, well, it's not the same thing with the trauma. Going back to the whole trauma situation, I think if you want to hold on to something that, that, that propels you forward, I think you should process it and heal from it. And the healing, the, the, the only way I think you can heal from it, um, or it is a healing, um, a healing factor, is the fact that you can reference it and say, this happened to me, so this is why I'm doing this. Like, prime example, like, I don't think I will ever be, um, that's probably not a good example because I don't think I will ever be fully healed from um, like the situation with, with my mom or whatever. But um, but stuff like that is like I hold on to that stuff so that I'm a better father for Ava. Hey, I I believe that. In our future? 
<laughs> I do believe children are our future, and I actually just said that. I sometimes wish earlier, I did, man. Teach them well, but lead the way. you know, that's short lived. That type of mindset has a, a cap to it. Mm. I believe mm. that starting a new slate always worries better, like in a sense of this is who I am now. This is who I am, who I've become because of what's occurred in my life. This is who I am right now. And what I do with the information that I've obtained based off of my experiences Mm -hmm. will then make a new version of me. You know, will then make... um, you know, uh, uh, my offspring, a better offspring Mm -hmm. based off of me, um, applying the information to my life. Yes. That's how I see it. But then if I look at it, so I guess you're, you're, you're basically saying what he's saying too. What? That is, that's how you are referencing, um, holding onto the trauma and allowing it only goes for him. It only goes as far as the trauma. It, it's thinking about the trauma. He can't let it. That's what you said. Yeah. You, so it only go. Oh. There's a cap to that. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. where it's different. I agree with you. Because if you only saying, I don't think you should hold on to everything. No, that's what exactly what you said. You said you no one. You said you believe no one truly forgives. You know, and this has been something so significant in my life. I've been speaking about you saying it. That was so uh, significant. I've been, like, bringing that up. Like, yo, um, that's something that's telling. Like, you, do you do you forgive? Like, I've been asking at the people. Do you forgive? Do you truly forgive when someone a- hurts you? I've been at, it's been something that I've been thinking about throughout my weeks ever since you've you've said that like you know uh when something happens to us that's like um so traumatic do we truly forgive the person who dis, who've uh put the place the trauma on us mm. and I don't think that's actually, what we should focus on cuz I think that's one of the hardest things to do because mm. those the, to forgive that person means that I hope that that person also forgave themselves first. Mm. Mm. I, I never even thought about it's, that. It's hard to then go to like a perpetrator, someone that has violated you, and then telling them that, that you forgive them, but not even realizing that you didn't forgive yourself for like for this even happening. Mm. I didn't even realize how deep those words were that I said when I said forgiving the person who who placed the trauma on you, because there's so many layers to that that statement. There's so many layers. Like somebody could mean like, you know, one thing and then to another person, they're like saying something that is physically traumatic. You know what I'm saying? They they there, there are people who may may say when they think about 
when they think about that, they may be saying something that is physically traumatic. And another person may be saying something that is thinking of something that is mentally, more mentally. If it's physical, it's mentally and physically. But someone may be, another person may be saying is just mentally, you, you know what I'm saying? A, a, a mental type of fatigue sort of thing. Mental trauma. Is mental trauma. Mm-hmm. I think it's levels to it's levels to definitely levels to it for sure. I think one of the things that you said on one of the recent episodes, um, not recent, but on an episode was like, even you just said it now, like you got to forgive yourself. I never thought about that. It's really hard too. I never, I never thought about that. Significant, seriously. It's not always the easiest thing. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that is. You never. No, seriously. I've never, I've never thought about that until you've. Until you've said that, like for the the person or the perpetrator forgiving themselves, can you forgive the other person and not forgive yourself, or you need to forgive yourself first before you? Wait, run that back. Can you forgive the perpetrator before forgiving yourself, or you need to forgive yourself first? I think it. I think you can do it anyway, but most importantly, I think you should forgive yourself. Gotcha. Because um, I just think about everyone's journey, right? I can't say like you got to do it this Who way to make you? it work. When you say you. Who is who is you in that sense? Are you saying the person who's retrieved, who's received the the trauma, or the person who's given the trauma? The person that is forgiven. So, the, I don't. I, don't I know think he. Saying. So he's he's asking like um, you said. Um, I don't know your journey, like your journey. So he's, I think he's referring to like who the. Are you saying like okay? So in in this instance, you're saying the person that needs to be forgiven or the person that's forgiving. Well, I'm asking you, who, yeah. which well, one you are, you are you referring to? The person that received the trauma. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Yes, gotcha. Yes, gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. I understand. Yes, um, because I think when you do, um, whether you decide to forgive the person, um, you your healing doesn't really start until you realize like how it affected you and and how just it, it processed in itself. I think if you allow yourself grace to understand that things happen to people, like you're not the only one. And I think in even like growing up with you, Greg, like you may have not thought that there was other people that had certain, certain situations just like yours and how your story has changed and how you're even able to process it and how it has propelled you to be the father you are today. You know, it's because of that. I think I get so much like ridicule. What do you mean? So going off to um like going off to college or whatever, meeting new people, um maybe look at my life circumstances completely different. Um, not saying that I didn't go through shit because I did go through shit, but it just made me realize that other people go through shit, not just me, not me, not just a black person. Um, like there is this um I met this white dude named Seth, who boy that that guy went through some shit growing up, um shit that I couldn't even imagine going through. And, um, and that's all I just to say is like, when I, when I have conversations, especially about race and and racism, um, I usually, I'm, I'm usually the person that, uh, that says, look at it. I'm not an all lives matter person. That is not what I'm trying to say, but I, I am a person that's like, um, that believes that people go through shit and that we shouldn't be so tunnel vision. That's emotional, Greg. I like it. I like that. Sure. It, that's based off the definition. That's an emotion. That's an emotional man. Okay. I don't shout see how. Shout outs to you cool. and shout outs to Seth. 
You know, I, I saw a clip earlier, um, specifically when you say the all lives matter thing. There was this, um, the f- in particular, the, the father from the case where the guy who was going to be, like, executed or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. His father... Or grandfather, I'm not quite sure. You can correct me if I'm wrong. He said, all lives might matter. I don't want anything to happen to anyone's son. Right? And he said that from a different posture from what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was just in generally saying, like, I've experienced my own blood. He's the type of like, person that's like, happened, a life is being but lost. I'm, I'm just saying in general, but there are people who are diminishing. So when Greg says, I'm not an all, all lives matter person, he's what he's saying is there are people who say all lives matter because they want to diminish or downplay the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. Or... Or dis or distinguishing that black lives clearly don't matter based off of what is happening in current events. You know what I'm saying? So when that that guy, that father was saying all lives matter, there was a sense of innocence. There was just like, yo, my son is going through some shit. And I don't want anyone else's son to go through some shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a difference. That's all I wanted to to point out. That was clearly the 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 yeah. um, I get you. underline to what I was saying. I get what you're saying. But yeah, great episode. Do you see? You see how like episode twenty four and how we like touched upon like so many different facets and been able to. That's what just a conversation is about. Shout out to our 50th episode, y'all. Turn up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's jump into our next. (laughs) Let's jump into our next one. Um, Greg, is it on you? Yeah, I got you. All right. Shut us some light on the clip that you're about to play. Um, I would, but honestly, don't even remember what clip I chose. So we just going to play it. Wow. And once I hear it, I'm pretty sure I remember it. um, But. It's me. You know, like once you do get um, your friend and thinks that you're cool and they happen to be a white person and everybody else thinks that you're cool as well, um, but still have this bias against all other black people for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you have, have you both had any experiences like that as well um, where that white stamp of, stamp of approval either worked in your favor or it did not? For sure. I just know because I do have the, the approval of one of the people one of the like top people that happen to be white that you definitely are like he's okay with us like you can talk to him yeah. like you can provide him with a flow of actual financial gain because he's with us exactly yeah i've definitely ended up being in some rooms because of the stamp of approval um rooms that i probably i'm not saying that i wouldn't be able to get into initially but probably not as easy mm-hmm. or with a second thought it was just like oh you're with them um <laughs> So that was from a um, that was from a recent conversation we had. I think that was last episode actually, 
Um, and it wasn't on some lazy junk that I chose that one. Now I remember it. Um, no, it wasn't. It was um, mainly because two reasons. One, Miss Red Money was a part of the episode, but also um, a friend of mine heard the conversation that we was having, and she she told me about this junk called code switching. You ever mm. heard of that? Yes. That was the first time I've ever heard of that. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Can you expound upon what? Yeah. That so means? so code switching from and please um jump in. Please jump in if I'm if I'm misrepresenting what what this term means. Okay. Go ahead. But she was saying code switching is like switching up the way you act based on where you're at. Switch it up the way. No, no, because you you're not you're not changing your core person. You're switching the the pers- the, the the what's the name? You're switching the. I like the way way blaze. What I'm I'm sorry. Would you say hey? Tell the people who you are. That damn microphone. <laughs> I need to, get, yeah, I need to upgrade my performance mic. I need to get another. <laughs> Good, hey, I'm, I'm I'm Blaze, and code switching is that you're 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 changing the presentation of yourself. You're not changing your core values of who you are. You believe you is believe that, that that there's a difference between um just changing the core value of who you are and changing the perception of who you are. Ex- explain what you're saying. So basically, it's like. Code switching isn't like something happens to you, you just let it slide, even though it really bothers you. No, code switching is something happens to you, and then you switch the approach to how you would handle it. Doesn't switch your your emotion, like I'm upset about this, but I'm going to express this in a different way than how I would naturally express. I no, like that. I so <clears throat> that is not how I. So took Greg, it. you don't like that? No, because okay. well. I'm pulling a Gigi right now. Um, code switching process of shifting from one, um, I can't even say this word, linguistic, linguistic, thank you, linguistic code to another dependent on the social context or conversational setting. So, no, so when, what I think code switching is, is you, you, have you seen the, um, the fucking, the skit by, um, Peel where he's like dapping everybody up as a president. And then goes and shakes the hand. That's, that's code switching. Yes, that's exactly. But that's changing who you. No, you're right. You're right. Hey, what's up, my brother? Hey, no, he just switched the linguistics. Got it. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> I totally understand what Blaze is saying. He's saying your morale doesn't switch. How you feel at the current time, like what you're displaying does not switch. Mm-hmm. You remain the same. Mm. You, would, you would still be upset. You would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, your man? emotion like, is still is like, still valid. Really I'm sorry, what'd you, what'd you say? What'd you say, K Blaze? Like if I'd be like, yo, Giovanni, what the fuck? Or if we was in, if I was cold switching, Giovanni, I didn't really appreciate that you did that to me. Mm. I'm not switching my core self. It still offended me, but I'm not about to be like, yo, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. No. So it's a, it's an external aesthetic. <clears throat> yes. 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 
Yes. Got now, it. now the other way, I think what you was thinking, like you just switch your whole person. Now that's cool. So you said the other way. <laughs> that's cool, then, bro. When you just switch your whole. Like, Is a person? Would you yeah. say? Would no, you say? So ready to call yeah. somebody a cool. Man, I've done that shit mad times. Like, would you say? I've been a concierge type shit, like cooning, like a motherfucker, like. Would you say? Would you say personality is a part of that? So, 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 dapping somebody up is a like the way you choose to dap somebody up. I think is a part of your personality. No, but I think that's just culture and where you're growing up. Yes, and that's where the cold switch is. You're just switching your. I think it's part. It's basically your like this is, and I'm sorry to use these terms. This is black version Khalil. Now this is. White person Khalil. Like, it's still Khalil, but the I'm sorry, what'd you say, Blaze? <laughs> <laughs> they can't hear us, yo. I would be like... Listen, y'all matter. Y'all lives matter. Man, we should make some t-shirts for that. <laughs> hey, Greg. Hey, Greg. Gigi, yo, y'all need to make something happen, yo. Y'all lives matter y'all. t-shirts. <laughs> Y'all, this is not <laughs> why you like. Well, let's not be. You like we gonna make the t-shirts. That's y'all lives matter type thing. <laughs> Can we not do this for our our platform? You just gave it away to the to everyone else you that's listening. Somebody gonna make that shirt already? Mm-hmm. It's already made. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even hear this shit. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. We about to go on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I found them, y'all. Google that shit right now. It's, like, it's already there. It's already there. Mm. Um, but yeah, I thought. Um, I thought hearing that term. I've never. I've never heard that term a day in my life until that conversation that I had with. Um, with 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 my. Uh, with with that person. Um, I, I am able to stay consistent with my personality. I don't have to change it. So I love that about me. You think so? Yep. Listen. Cold switching when it comes to cold switching, me, I, think I concur. Does. No, I'm not gonna say nobody else. Hi, I'm Giovanni Randolph. I just called in reference to the ad that was placed on whatever website. He's still upset. He's still upset. Why do you sound like that? Nigga? Did you what's that movie with a do? Um... I wouldn't talk like that. No, I do. Oh, I do. Oh, I do. I I use explicit words because I spend too much time around. Great. I've gotten jobs. I've gotten jobs that I didn't yeah, have the qualifications for, the for no, based off of speaking like that. What do you mean? I've had jobs yeah. where I didn't have a college degree. But you sounded like. But I sounded like that. Mm. What does that mean? I take offense. I'm messing with you. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. joke. Okay, but for the people <laughs> who may still take it like a joke or not serious, I've embellished on the criterias that I've experienced based off of the job qualification. Is that, that's not... I understand. Hello. Man, but that's not uncommon, though. Use a bigger word than embellish to get your lie. <laughs> but when you say embellish, that means you know something that people don't know. For sure. All right. So it's a, what I'm saying is like I basically stretched or made it seem like more than what it was. But maybe in actuality it was what it was. Mm. But I just overlooked it. 
Understood. So I was, I would say that it was what it was, but I overlooked it. Cause when it comes to the word like at use at risk youth, yeah, I've been working with at risk youth since I was I twelve years. Hate that term, but it's a term that gets you hired. I, I and know not that. Fired. I know that, and I've I've proactively <coughs> removed that verbiage from the organization I work for. So what do you call them? If you was to go to another place, that would be the shit that you need. You did underserved communities. What okay. are they at risk for? Okay. Okay. Are you saying from an offensive? Yes. Okay, okay. I got I got what you're saying. I freaking hate that. Um No, I no, but I get what he was saying. I get what he's saying. You saying from the posture of like you saying that at, at from a posture of like, yo, I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say it like this. Cause yeah. I know what it is, cause I've been in the trenches, type thing. For sure, but also kind of what Blaze just said. You living, everyone's at risk. So don't just try to marginalize these these um. I got what you These saying. urban kids, because nah. Absolutely not. No. The opioid epidemic done proved that. Like it's nowhere. The 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 dangers of what. The hood is, is it that reach? Yeah, that's that's some bullshit. Yo. That's some, hey, white people specifically, hey, white people, that is some bullshit. Y'all talking about this specific area type shit? Y'all talking about this specific area type shit? That is bullshit. Because in y'all areas, that shit happens. Crazy, stupid, dumb. You ever realize how much money America has made off of crack? Yeah, and I don't just mean uh-huh. the physical drug. I'm talking about the thought of it. Right. The thought of crack. Think about how many movies, television shows, organizations, music, like all because of crack. They do that because of booty and titties too. You're right, but I'm saying like America has profited off of not just the use of crack. Mm-hmm. But the thought of it as well. Mm. I just thought about that as, as I was watching BMF. I was like, mm. "That's a like, really good show." Fifty has created a whole universe based on crack. All right. Well, that's when the dialogue so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. It's okay. But yeah, um, yeah. I just wanted to really. Uh, that's the only reason why I went back to that um to that conversation is because. Of of hearing that new term of of and it's a new term to me. It's not new to everybody else, clearly. Um, but yeah, I think because then I started thinking about myself, like, do I code switch? And I definitely do code switch. You, okay. I, I have to code switch. Yes. I think you code switch and you don't even know it. Yeah, that's what I said. You think I do it and I don't know it? Yeah, I think. You think I code switch the opposite way though? No, you still you. Yo, yes, you do. I think so too. Yes, you do. I think it's absolutely. And I think most suburban black people do. Yeah, my sister told me that it sounds bad when I like say vulgar things. Yes, yes, yeah. and she ain't like, never lying. When I'm like yelling, I'm like, yo, she said it doesn't, it doesn't work. Like hearing you rap a rap song would probably bother me. But I've rapped a rap song before. Yeah, it probably bothered me then. Yo, I killed it. It was the fabulous, the real one. Yeah, ones. It definitely would bother me. Yeah, I could, I gotta, I could, I could do the. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, you know. 
I made this argument to um to Danny back in college. I was like, I feel like suburban. I'm not saying you're suburban because you grew. Up, I know where you grew up at, but it's still. Wow, he just. I don't know what. I don't even know what he was trying but, to say. But still, I think. He, <laughs> I, think just, he, I don't know what he just said. I, I think know. suburban black kids. <laughs> <laughs> like they go they go dumb hard and listening to the really really trash rap like they were really really big on chief key i like jadakiss is jadakiss trash but that's what i'm saying like what aren't you putting me in the suburb oh i'm I, not because i, I forgot said you're not. oh yeah i forgot um but this shit is hilarious man i'm just saying like they go really really hard on a really trash rap music and i'm like that's cold switching. How? If that's the music that they like. Because, no, no, absolutely not. Listening to it because they like it. They listen to it because that's what they think all the other urban black people are listening to. If you black and you say Chief Keith is a top five rapper, I know where you grew up at. I'm sorry. Ayo mm-hmm. Blaze, what did you say? Mm. I said, <laughs> they're not listening to it because they like it. They're listening to it because they think all the urban black people are listening to mm. it. I Agreed. didn't know that everyone just that like, listens to music because they think everyone else listens to music. There are people who sure. believe that what they're saying, what they're listening to is what black people like in whole. Mm-hmm. And let me not general, let me not say all, but a That's good deep. majority of suburban black kids Listen to certain music because they think that the inner city black kids really, really champion this. Of course, where we Where like do this they is our consensus from Montclair State University. <clears throat> oh, yeah. okay. uh, all right, I'm just okay. what, what, or what, or is it what they naturally gravitate toward? That's what I'm saying. It's not okay, and um. Like I said, I don't want to. If they, if they don't know, like coming in, obviously, like you have your certain dynamics of music that you're introduced to, and they have a certain dynamic of music that they're introduced to, right? So, knowing that, if that's what they know, and that's the vibe that they're on, how does that take away from them being black? Because check it, I'm gonna give you a prime a prime example of this would be, um, honestly, when Chief Keef was at the height of his shit. Bitches love salsa. Oh God, oh. like I don't know that song. Yo, my term of of hype has changed dramatically. You probably wouldn't say that's his hype. When I say hype, I think about now. Chief Keith is not mentioned in reference to a hit. What he is referenced to as a monarch. Someone who's created who someone who's created a status. Someone who's created like, okay, this is cool. When we talk about hip hop, we talk about <laughs> what is cool every single time around. When for me, like what is it? Accepted. Mm-hmm. Chief Keith, although he is not as, as like accepted in terms of hits, but is but of 
acceptability. I think Chief Keith's name is known, especially once he got the Kanye um the Kanye stamp of approval. But but specifically acceptability. I don't know. Notoriety. Yeah, I, I agree. I think and I'm saying like there was like when I was in college, he was he was like the, the greatest it was like he to me he was in the same tier as like Waka. Um Think about today. Is Chief Keefe's Notoriety acceptable f- for today's standard. I don't know. No, just based off of dreads. Based off of dreads. Subpar, subpar lyrics. You say does he fit in? Does Chief Keith fit into t- t- today's standard? Yeah, he does. Of course, of course he does. Of course, Chief Keith fits into today's standard. Yeah. One second, one second. Who who are we speaking to? This is K Blaze. I think what you was trying to say is that he's he became the standard, and that's why he's looked at at the way that he's looked at now because he was the one that came out with you know. You know, all the craziness, the, the, the content, how the content was presented. He was um he was definitely the first one that I could actually say was like that standard. Mm. Who said hmm? Who said hmm? I don't know. Because you that's just saying that he's the um the, I think that's then you're putting him in like an influential conversation. And I wouldn't give him that much credit. I think. Um, so, so are you saying, Greg? <laughs> Chief Keith had no. That's not what I said. Has no. That's not what I said. So, what are you saying? I'm saying yes. Chief Keith had, has played a role in some of this for sure, but I'm not going to say what role has Chief Keith played in today's society. I think he has. I think the biggest thing I can give Chief Keith credit for is is. Um, popularizing gang music again. Gang music has never left. I'm not let's saying be, Let's be right. clear about that. But I'm talking about as as brash. The, the negative is always and will always be here. I'm talking about I I'm giving I give Chief Keith and I hate to say I'm giving him credit for this, but. I give Chief Keith credit to because I think it, it started with him that it made it cool to talk about people you've killed in your songs. Well, that's true. Like, that is, to me, that is, if you want to talk about his influence, that was Chief Keith's influence. I think the look and everything, I think it goes, um, I, I still think, I honestly think Future is the most influential artist of the past decade. If you want to talk about how people, it's either him or Wayne. Cause, cause people like look at Lil Uzi Vert. All like they all like want to be like Wayne. Um, but going back to my original point about Chief Keef, sheesh, care about his influence now. The the people, the the white people at Montclair was championing his music, 
And I knew where a lot of these white kids came from. I knew the communities they came from, the schools they went to, and everything. And those same white kids, um, the communities that came from, they had black kids that come from those communities as well. And mm-hmm. they championed that music as well. And then when you had like the, the other black kids that came from the hood, they didn't care about Chief Keef. They was like, oh, his music is all right. But they wasn't like, Chief Keef is the top five rapper of all time. Until they cared. No, they still don't do it. They never did it. At this time. They don't now. They still don't. No. Do you consider Chief Keef a top five rapper of all time? Top five. No. Let me explain what I'm saying. (laughs) Top five rapper based off of the standard of who is receiving the information that is being said. Some people may say or receive the top five rapper in the sense of who has had the most influence on them. On them specifically. They may be thinking like initially like who was the top five rappers in their mind like on them, as Gigi just said. Do you think Chief Keef is a top five rapper? Mr. Rip Money, do you think Chief Keef is a top five rapper? Based Mr. Rip Money, is Chief Keef a top five rapper to you? When Gigi just said, who is the top five rapper, I say, yo, that's valid. Niggas is Jesus, got it. Look. I'm not saying that Chief Keef is the most uh, the person that you think of when it comes to who puts the words together the best. I'm thinking of who has the best influence. And Chief Keef is the top five in that category to you. Yo. But that skewered based on the who is the top five rappers, that is skewered based on who is who you are asking, that question is skewered. That question is skewered. To me, if you ask me who is the top five rappers. Automatically, I'm thinking of Jay-Z. I'm not thinking of some obscure name like Chief Keith. So let me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way. In no universe, in no list, in in no... He's not even a top five rapper in Chicago. I got you. I'm talking about... You think about... What I'm saying. Think about the essence of what I I'm am. saying. Chief Keith ain't top five nowhere. No. <laughs> no. Nowhere? Nowhere. See, see, that's where we differ. To his group of friends that's surrounding Chief him. Of course they Keith, think he's top five. no. The current state of where the mind state, the mind state 
I'm not speaking in reference to what actually exists. <coughs> I'm talking about the mind state, which is contrary to what exists. What exists is what is who is the most lyrical. You know what I mean? The most intricate type of shit. Not you, Keith. Look. Follow me, bro. I am. Look. Chief Keith is the pillar. Absolutely. Of not. look. A- absolutely not. To what? He's not a pillar of anything. Don't say that. I am. Listen. Except for murdering music. Dreads? Okay. So now we have two things. I'm not giving him dreads either. I'm not giving him dreads. Listen. Wayne is more, way more influential with his dreads than Chief okay. Keith would ever be. I give you that. I give you that. What else you got? For sure. Chief Keith has definitely been an ops type person. If you talk about ops, then you're definitely talking about a whole entire movement. Talking about Chicago. Chicago. I told you, I give him credit. Chief I think Keith, he can... look, 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 check this out. You asked me to give you a, a, a representation. Chief Keith is a representation of the New South. For sure. No. Who who no. is who is the first representation of a new South? I'm not talking about I would say it's future. No, before future. Young Thug. I'm not giving Chief Keith that at all. Yo, don't like. Don't like. Specifically speak about. Don't like. Great song. Well, I ain't gonna say great song. It's a good song. It did what it was supposed to do. No. Let's talk about influence. I told you the only. Gigi, I want I want to hear from you because I really don't know who he is first, but I looked him up. Chief Keith, but but from his history, I can understand the influence and maybe even the time frame because he he was popular in high school. So since he was a rapper in high school, like just like if we were growing up and we found people that we listened to in Jersey City that were around our same age group and was making music, we're gonna like pull to them. No. Yeah. And I think that's why it makes sense why there would be, like, teens listening to him. Well, the only influential thing Chief Keith has done, in my personal opinion, is make, make it cool to put the people that you murdered in your song. Outside of that? The cadence of, way, of the way those lyrics are delivered is because of Chief Keith. No. Who? Future. So say it. Say those type of lyrics. Future? When you talk about future, you talk about the key of C. You're specifically talking about the key of C. In the early essence of future... You're talking about brighter chords. Turn up the lights. 
I'm looking for. I'm looking for her too. I'm looking for. I'm looking for. These are brighter chords. Cool. If you're talking about brighter chords, you're talking about a a specific area in hip hop. So if I say that I'm only designating an area of hip hop or of music in the essence, when I talk about future, I talk about different ranges of music in general because there are some dark dark references or dark repetitiveness when you talk about future. But Turn Up The Lights is definitely more of a lighter chord. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. I don't really listen to Chief Keef, so I don't really no have No one a- does. I don't know. I don't know how we got here. Because um, I was just trying to make the point about suburb people. That suburban people championed this nigga like he was a top five rapper of all time. No, let me not say like. They say he's a top five rapper of all time. Maybe they related to his lyrics. That You know what? That is subjective to them, and I'm not saying that their subjectivity is wrong. Mm. I could give a shit about who they think is the top five. Okay. But I'm just saying... The community that I come from, yes, and I think more people would be inclined to think that as well. The fact that you don't even know who Chief Keith is, yeah, and we grew up in the same community, yeah, is my point. Maybe I know, I know the song and I just don't know it was him. You probably, you definitely know a Chief Keith song. Mm. Don't like, don't like. Oh. We, it, it, Okay, I think I okay. I think I I think I think you, so. I think you, you definitely know don't like it's just okay. But that was my whole thing about like code switching in, in the sense of like um they they just like they that's kind of stereotypical too. What is wrong with this nigga? What? What? We. He's the next topic. What do you want me to do okay, here? Well, that's fine. <laughs> well, all right. Um, <laughs> if you guys have been listening so far, thank you so much. Um, celebrating our 50th episode. Um, we've definitely touched base on uh, a few things on this episode based off the topics um, and episode clips that we played. Um, so thank you so much. For being here. Um, and so when Mr. Rep Money get through, he'll, he'll do that too. It's my grandma's birthday today, you guys. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday to my grandma. Grandma Rose. Rest in peace, Rest grandma. In peace, Shout grandma. out to you. So, 50th episode. <laughs> where where you want to go? We did it. Do you think we'll make it to like 150? No. <laughs> Do you think we'll make it to 100? In the long run, seriously. Yeah. I believe we're going to do Joe Budden numbers and beyond. Mm. 
I see it. Not based off of like hoobla standard. Okay. Based off of the naturality or how sp- how consistent we are we are with this camarader- camaraderie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is a way of life. It is for me. For you? <laughs> is just a conversation with mm-hmm. Greg, mm-hmm. Mr. Rent Money, and Gigi not a way of life for you, Greg? No. Mm. Okay. <laughs> K Blaze, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. K Blaze. <laughs> that was for K Blaze. Yeah. Thank you, yo. Thank you. K Blaze. K Blaze. I, <laughs> I know you got it. It's for them. <laughs> them, as in <laughs> listeners. I hear you. See, I turn it off. Yeah. You realize you realize you was trying to look at your sound waves while you K Blaze. If I don't, then I don't recognize what's going on. I understand. Hey, <clears throat> K Blaze. Yes. Oh, this episode. Do you not? <laughs> Shout out to Fifty. Shout out to Fifty. No, come on, come. Let loose. Get hit. <laughs> I guess this episode's featuring me too. Yo, I feel bad for y'all too. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. Yo, I totally forgot what the target was. <laughs> but. <laughs> you know what I do realize? What? Enlighten us. The, co- the connectivity. Within this episode, mm. we are all at a place where this shit is going to take off. Greg's gonna leave us at episode like seventy-seven. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> like seriously, like. Everyone in this room, we're destined for greatness. Yes, we are. That's what we have Great in common. Money, money. I want to be greater than all of you. <laughs> Greg is going to be Greg. Look, <laughs> it's evident. Look. I know. But we are all destined for greatness. I'm just speaking to everyone in in this room. Oh, we're special, man. You You know, listen. Some people get it, and others don't. I got it. Others don't. Some Mm, people get mm, it. mm. You you got it. I got it. Yeah. Some people get it, and others don't. Okay, Greg. You want to go to new dialogue? Yeah, man. Um. And the Millennium Tour. Yeah. How was it? 
Did you find? Hey man, I was where? sitting next to two baddies who wasn't giving up no addies. Mm. Yo, hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> the Millennium Tour was crazy, and I ain't no gang member, so I ain't saying crazy. Look, he's Doctor Seuss. <laughs> Listen, the Millennium Tour was crazy. Um, when it came to uh, Bow Wow, I don't have the same perspective as most as most people. You know, most people don't appreciate Bow Wow's name or his stance as an artist and what he's done for the culture of hip-hop but me i recognize it no that was your boy and i and i don't feel ashamed of letting people know that listen little yes little i don't care how you say it little Lil 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 Bow Wow You just don't know Is a pillar Within Hip hop He has Lil (laughs) Bow Wow Has made a place A place for, For Lil Bow Wow Has been set Based off of His work I think Lil Bow and Wow. And when I was look, check this out. When I was when I was at the Millennium Tour, it was evident. When I looked around in the crowd, and it was just crazy the number of people with their their phone lights on, yo. Inexperienced. I was looking around. I wanted to see. And it was it was at a point where I wasn't looking at Bow Wow or Soldier Boy or the people that were, who were on stage. I just wanted to see how many people were in the room that was cooperating with what was being said. Bow Wow has solidified. Bow Wow and him, him and... The people who are on his team has have solidified a place within hip hop. I think Bow Wow was a thought experiment. I concur. And he was the catalyst to for record labels to really look at how to market a child mm. and still let them be profitable even as adults. Record out. labels or Jermaine Dupree? No, record labels. I Jermaine think, Dupree. I think said, Jermaine Dupree failed. Jermaine Dupree made records when it came to Bow Wow. I understand that, but let me tell you why I think he's failed. Because you got Bow Wow, you got Chris Brown, you got Justin Bieber, you got. You got all these people who who entered the um, the hip hop scene or entered music at a very young age, but Bow Wow was the only one today 
that gets clowned. Bow Wow couldn't help that. Let's start right there. But that, Bow Wow could not help that. And, and let me tell you, and let me tell you why I think he was the thought experiment, because the other three have had something in their career where people had to switch their shift of how they view these people. Chris Brown and Rihanna. Um, Justin, um, Justin Bieber getting arrested. Um, who's the other one I said? Um, fucking even, even, um, even Omarion. Like, even, I like that. even Omarion, like, they, when I say I like that, I mean, because Omarion has been overlooked throughout R&B. For sure. Throughout music. When it comes to the category that Omarion lies in, will we not uh, con- all concur, the three of us, or the four of us, K Blaze, Greg, and Gigi, will we not all concur that Chris Brown is the is the is not the first person that we would think of in reference to to the car- category that Omarion lies in. Chris Brown will be the first person I think of. Right. Of course. Naturally. But Omarion needs to be spoken about because he exists. Yeah, I just think Omar the, the thing with Omarion is just that he's not consistent. <clears throat> like he could come out with a he could come out with a hit every once in a while, but he's like honestly since like um since his first album, honestly, like oh what what project can you point to and say it was like I would say this. Cause Chris like what let me finish because like with Chris All Brown, right. like Chris Brown, you couldn't Chris Brown's longevity is crazy. Like hit after hit, but also good project after good project. And my thing is, and, and and but just to go back to the whole Bow Wow being a thought experiment, if you look at today's music, that's why you see like when these little niggas come into the into the music scene, they already are looked at as adults. There's no little Bow Wow. You just don't know. The way you move, like you never get in that again. You know. That's significant. Very. Because that's very significant. But we were in a time within music in general where people had to be, or artists, I don't want to say, or be vague and say people. Artists had to be perceived in a certain manner. We are specifically... Speaking to the people who are listening with a different ear than we are. Mm-hmm. Everyone in this table or around this table. We understand that at, there was a time within music where artists had to perceive themselves in a, in a certain manner. Do we all not concur with what I'm saying. Yeah, but and, and even to what you're saying, it's like that's what I think that's why the the bow out thought experiment failed. Because we had to only perceive him as that little child. Like even when he tried to remove the little from his name. Nigga, you still little bow out. 
You will never, like, you did. My thing is, the industry didn't give Bow Wow a chance to grow up. And I think that derails his career. He's so, also played in kid roles as well. Exactly. Exactly. You know what's crazy? There are some people who would, who would, who actually died to be in the position that Bow Wow was in. That's the perspective that, that's the perspective of where I'm coming from. People don't shed light to that perspective. There are people or there are artists who would love to be in the position that Bow Wow is in when it comes to being an artist or being a creative in general. Bow Wow, no, he is not champion as the best artist who's, who's ever faced planet Earth. But I'll tell you what Bow Wow has done. Bow Wow has set the tone for uh, a generation uh-huh. of uh-huh. other uh-huh. children who may aspire to uh-huh. be the young uh-huh. rapper. Yeah, and that you're 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 almost correct. I think Bow Wow has showed people what not to do. Don't come in here being cute. But at the age, see you thinking about. See, listen. See if there if if there's a specific age that let people grow that that let people view him as only because only because of the industry. Yeah, there are artists who may be like. One in one in one, hand in hand with a- their parents. Look, check this out. Bow Wow was not one in one, hand in hand with his with his mom. He was one in one, hand in hand. JD, you said it. I did. You know what I'm I saying? Know, I, but let me. You know I, what I'm saying? Can I give you a prime example? That's it. That's all the difference. If you're saying it's all the difference. You talking about strip clubs? You talking about the regular club? If you talking about the regular club, you talking about fat asses, skimpy clothes? You talking about all types of crazy a prime, things? A prime example of this is her. Like her came, like her came into the industry probably as young as Bow Wow did, but they didn't put her in the front only because this is I guess this is my conspiracy theory because they saw how old is her. Her now? Right. Her now. Bow Wow was literally a little bit... 12. He was 12. When when his first single came out, Bow Wow was 12. No, how old was her? How old is her? Bow Wow is literally the same exact age as me. Her's Her's 24. Her's been in... But you gotta let me finish my thought. She's been in the industry. That changes the dynamic. She's been in the industry since she was like 14. But they never put her out because she would have had to play a certain role as a 14-year-old. I think you can there's many people you can look at as an example to why 
Like they are like you saw and I'm and I'm this is forget Bow Wow. Um no, you can't forget Bow Wow because he is to me, I think he was really the thought experiment of this. When Bow Wow came in into the um into the industry as a twelve year old with these cute little ass songs, no one was looking at Bow Wow like with sex appeal. That's what nobody looked at a twelve year old to have who he he literally Bow Wow has said this is not me. Bow Wow has said that he's had sex with an adult woman at an illegal age for and I believe consent. That. And I believe that. Mm. I believe that. But I'm talking about look at how they pushed him. Think of his lead. Little Bow Wow, you just don't know the way you move so fast across the floor. I got you red, like, like this nigga. That's that's not his first hit. Bow Wow Wow, yippee yo, yippee yay. Where my dogs at? The video is is in a school to 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 let people know that he is a kid. And I'm saying in today's hip hop, no kid. At that age, I would say you could say the earliest um rapper now is probably coming in at age fourteen, no. fourteen or fifteen. No. You, if you go on YouTube right now, you will find a six-year-old out here spitting. And what are they spitting about? It doesn't matter. No, it does, cause they not spitting about any. They are spitting. I'm pretty sure specific. they spitting about some some gang shit. Well, but that's the thing is that like, and and that's what I don't understand because when it did come to him, who did you think Bow Wow was marketing to? I don't know if you're understanding that, like, no, no, significant. But even well, even with the idea that, like, 106 and Park, like, think about how it's, going. like, evolving around him and, like, who he's marketing to. Like, I, see, I see where this conversation is going. Let me be very clear about this. Okay. I think they marketed Bow Wow perfectly. I think they did a great job with him, and I think he had a great career as a kid. My, what I'm getting at is that the industry didn't give him a chance to grow up, and I think that stifled his career. I think they did. You're not, you're also take take think about the um, shorty like mine song. I think you're thinking about growing up in the idea of looking at him as like this manly man. But there were there were young kids just like like the Backstreet Boys and think that that liked him that still saw him as a sex symbol. Maybe not like we we some. I was about to say. Would you say Bow Wow's run? Like his his run as Lil Bow Wow with all those hits is comparable to Chris Brown's run with like Yo, Different excuse time. me, miss. and he's R and B. That Dude. shouldn't be compared. That's R and B. Why not? Because he was a rapper. He he was out here rapping. You Chris want? Brown, I'm talking about R and B. I'm talking about their just their I impact. You, you don't I know think? Naturally, you want to like in any way, shape, or form, you want to put them in the same boat. Chris Brown writes but they for should people. never be. Put in the same exact boat. Time out, time out. Y'all not gonna sit here and say that their runs weren't similar? No. Chris Brown wrote for people. Bow Wow no, wrote well, for he's people. He's saying in the sense of like kid kid relevancy. Is that not what yes, you're saying? Yes, exactly. Um, yes and no, but I feel like more example. adults would be gravitating to a Chris Brown song than the little Bow Wow song. Maybe they sung it because it was catchy. But he's saying but that just an- that. In general, what is what lies a com a common uh similarity and there be- within no. a, a common similarity that okay the kids would 
would really rock with. I'm talking about Chris like Brown. just coming out the gate. Like when Chris Brown yeah, came the out kids, the gate, the he kids. was cr- forget the kids. I'm, I'm talking about just the success. When they both came out the yeah, gate, okay. they were successful. I don't know from yeah, from wait, the perspective what, of a kid, point? he was he was successful. When I don't I say, know from my mom was was he successful? I'm not, no, I, I'm talking. I think. I get what you're saying, but I think in general they both were very successful oh, when okay. they came out yes, the gate. But I'm just thinking that they were successful for different reasons, and even their persona. They were like, successful in music. I, yes, but I'm, I, we're talking about personas and how Chris. Chris no, Bow, I'm not. Bow Wow did. We. This is what the conversation that we had just now, Greg. That we were talking about how um, Bow Wow didn't grow up. I when I think about Bow Wow coming into the industry as a child, and I'm thinking about Chris Brown songs, I'm saying that like Chris Brown didn't give me little Bow Wow vibes. Like Chris Brown, like I could, my my mom could have played this song. My older cousins was playing the music. Like I feel like Lil Bow Wow was literally catered to a certain age group. Like it, he wasn't marketing to 20 or 30 year but olds. One, one, I, I I I disagree. I feel like they both when they both. They're, if you look at both of their first hits, they're, they're actually very similar. They're very catchy. The music videos is based inside of a school. Um, it, it showed that they were young. Like that was the that's purpose. Not, but that's I, not what I'm for, saying. Like excuse, like um, run it, run it, and um, little bow, no, not little bow, bow wow wow. You be, to me those songs are very similar. Um, sim, um, similar in a in to a pop. run it. Yeah, yeah. Let me see if you can run it, run it. Just believe I can run it, run. It. Yes, to me. I don't. I do not me, compare that to the lo, the bow wow. The bow, bow wow wow. Yippee yo. No. Both had um. Both had freaking um hip hop um uh high stature hip hop people on their first singles. They were very similar in song structure. I don't. He had Snoop Dogg. He had Joel Santana at, at Joel Santana's height. He's an R&B artist. He's a rapper. And like I said, the but, R&B artist in myself, I didn't see. He, although he was young, he still had sex appeal. Women were looking at Chris Brown like that. Lil Bow Wow with his little straight back. They was not looking for him like that. I I, I get what you're saying, and I, I just disagree with that. But, but that's even my, that's not even my point. Okay, so I want you to my put Lil point. Bow Wow next to Chris Brown at, in their prom, and I can promise you, even with the idea that you would... Well, that is not my that is not my point. My right, point right. is that coming out the gate, they both were huge success. No one said that that wasn't the case. So let me finish my point then. When it, I'm saying coming out the gate, they both were huge success. That's why I said I think their runs are identical. I don't think my that. thing is Chris Brown clearly had an incident that let us get to deuces. Bow Wow didn't. Bow Wow had incidents. It's just the way that his persona was that he couldn't get into it. The R&B bag, you could have uppity music and then you could have that sad music. Like, with Lil Bow Wow, he was already rapping. He wasn't... You're focusing on the music. It's not about the music. It's literally about how these two individuals, one was allowed to grow. One, we was forced to see him as an adult because of the situation that he was in. When the other, we did not get that. I got to concur with that because basically Greg is saying like, or just in general, one artist has been given the liberty to speak to whatever state that he or she is in at that current state of their place as an artist. The art, other artists 
has been confined to speaking to what happened when um, he was with Sierra. No, that that is the other artist. The other the other artist is confined to a place that is most marketable based on the the age bracket they are placed in. Or what what they are confined to that current place they are in that they their current life current state in life i would say the current place they are in where they whether they are uh, a minor or not mm-hmm. if they are a minor they are confined to specific uh Mandates based on the age they are at that specific time in life. Mm-hmm. It can't help that. And I like how you brought up the Sierra situation, right? Well, the Sierra, his relationship to Sierra. When you thought about that relationship, you thought it was cute. Just like when you thought about when you thought about Chris Brown and Rihanna, you thought it was cute until it wasn't cute anymore. He was already he already had songs that already put you in a space where you know that he was having sex. Like that's what I'm saying is that like he was already able to already get he, into he focusing on the music again. But that's not what about it, it, the like, music. But my thing is that like with the mu- little bad while you just don't know and I'm listening to you different vibe. You let me hold you down. Woman. Let me hold you down was supposed to be a, an adult kind of single and it did not it come was across not an as an adult kind of single. No. Or did it not? For me, <laughs> when I heard... Wait, no, let me hold you down to Sierra song? No. Um, the joint with T-Pain. The joint with T-Pain. Out of my system. Out. Yes. It's a great Come song. On, man. Yes. Come on, man. But, but Yo, Bow Wow got to a point. We don't give credit to the... Pa- to the fact that Bawa got older and he realized what was going on. I am not speaking my truth. Out of my system was him in was Bawa and Sierra. Mm-hmm. Break up. Was the break up. That was his. That was out of. For y'all who don't know, out of my system was Bawa's truth. That was. One of the first times where Bow Wow said, "Oh shit!" But so can I'm we, speaking can we go to back my to, truth. Can we go back to your whole thing about chords and 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 how that song? So that is his breakup song, right? For sure. Out of my deuces was Do Chris we Brown. Her with that. Yeah. Deuces that was, 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 uh, was was Chris Brown's out breakup of my song to Rihanna. Bow Wow, okay. right? What song sounds more adultish? Deuces or out of my system? I think I think they're equally the same. Absolutely not. That was his truth. If you want to talk you, about you wanna, no, because if you want to talk about chords and 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 um chord progressions and brightness of music, out of my system sounds bright as fuck compared to um all oh, that bullshit's for the birds. My nick. The fact that we let Chris Brown say all that bullshit for the birds. No. Do you also understand See, that like Chris Brown has different facets? He's not only like not only does he write R and B, he also raps. 
Bow Wow is a rapper. That's it. There's no other outside of what what he's doing. I I just think that you're. You when even it comes said to, that he did little kid movies. He did. Do That's what I'm saying. Movies. Like we didn't give the man a chance to grow up. I think that is just how you're perceiving and what. Okay, I understand what you're saying because again, you think about Mr. 106 in part. I still see a child. That's just me. And but even he has had dramatic things has happened even now. Did you, do you realize what you just said, Greg? I'm not telling you that you were wrong. What I'm trying to explain to you is that there's a difference to how I've ever perceived Chris Brown and how I perceive Bow Wow. E- even with me seeing Bow Wow as a child, Chris Brown was never seen as a. He was always like a teenager. He was always talking to women. Bow Wow. Bow Wow had the the little girls with the pink tails in his videos. I think Chris Brown was perceived as a teenager when he first came out, like someone with teenage crushes and stuff like that. Yo, for me, he was a black white. When it came to no, Bow Wow and Chris Brown, for me, I honestly grew up with the two of them. Yes, but they cannot get. And you- I felt like, and I felt like, even Bow Wow, with the kitty. Due to the the uh, same exact uh, age bracket we are in, mm-hmm. and Bow Wow is a couple months or a few months older than I am, I felt like everything that what he's saying is true to the age bracket that he is in. So when he said out of my system, I felt it in a different manner. I get you. So when you just automatically like cutting it off like or that's just bad while I'm like yo when he made out of my system that actually wasn't aligned with what I where I was at that that current state of my life because we are literally the same exact age bracket so can I give you a better uh, can I give you a a different example I I think Chris Brown was a good example let's take Justin Bieber What, what about him Justin Bieber came in very young. Okay. He was. Mm-hmm. He still he still looks like a child okay. to me. He's even with the even with a mustache. He still looks like a child to me. But the industry doesn't look at him as a child. Who I do. I still. I said the I, industry. So so that was but that was my entire argument the whole time. I said the industry has not given didn't give Bow Wow a chance to grow hey, up. Hey Gigi, what do you mean about mustaches? He had a mustache. You didn't. Wow, he you are. Didn't have a mustache. Okay, so if, if you're talking about me emasculating men, it sounds like something that you're doing right now. Two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Jay. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's 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 go on. I can do my new dialogue. Sure. All right, cool. So my new new dialogue is the. Stars show series BMF um, is really dope. Um, it's about Detroit brothers Demetrius and Terry Flannery become powerful figures in a multi-state drug and money laundering organization. Um, this is one of 50 Cent's uh, series as well, and I thought it was a really great story. Um, the character that plays uh, Meech is actually... Um, the son, the actual son of the character. And although that the story is loosely based off a true story, a lot of the situations are true, but, you know, he put a little spice and kind of stretched some of the truth. But it's a it's a dope story. The actors are amazing. Um, did anyone else watch it? 
No, yeah. but but I have I, I have for me personally. I know Greg, you were about to say that you have I've seen watched watch, watch the entire show. But on the contrary, I have Greg. You said you have watched the entire entire show did you love it or like the I did? show in its entirety. I did. Yes, I. Have. It was good. Would you like to expound? Oh sure, it was. A, I thought it was a really good show. Um, I just the main thing I thought about when I um the main thing I thought about just watching the show is just like I was earlier. America has made so much money off of crack. I think people are still making profit off of crack, even though people aren't physically doing it as much as they did in the 80s or the 70s. I think people are still profiting off of it. Yeah, yeah that, that's definitely something that's unfortunate. Mm. But what is fortunate, and uh, I, I would like to say that term is outdated. You know, the fact that when, when we're just speaking about crack in general, mm-hmm. there's another, there are other drugs that are way ahead. That's so like outdated. We talking about older heads, older, older heads when we talk sure. about crack. You know what I'm saying? Sure. When we are speaking to these pills, I think that's why music has gotten some trash lately. And lean, we're speaking about a younger demographic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I just want to speak to to that. Uh, I would say positive. For sure. Don't you know that. Um, yeah, my new dialogue is, um, Grammys came out, Grammy nominations came out, and Donda is, um, nominated for album of the year. So is C.O.B., and so is Nas, King Jesus No, too. that's rap. I'm talking about, um, that's rap album of the year. I'm talking about album of the year. Oh, okay. Um, that's like the award, the award of the awards. And I thought it was interesting because they've changed it. They've recently changed it to where... Um, if you're if the project is nominated, I mean everyone who's worked on the project gets a Grammy. And if you look at the credits for Donda, it's over I think it's over seventy five people on the album, um, which is probably most of the musical industry. Hey man, let's give and credit it, to to the B Club, Timberland and the B Club. Timberland has placed people whom you've never heard of mm. on the Donda. Both Donda and the CLB uh, album by um, Drake. Yeah. People whom, and in particular, uh, producers whom you've never heard of. Yeah. Um. And if if Kanye was to win this album, that means most of the industry will have a Grammy which I think will change the landscape of the music industry as we see it, as far as pricing, as far as, like, even... Because as you know, when someone can... It's one thing to say you're Grammy-nominated, and that's what all these people can say now. I'm a Grammy-nominated engineer. Pricing of what, though? You know, when you have... When a Grammy is attached to your name, the price goes up. You charge more for your shows, you charge more for your services, 
because you are a Grammy nominated or a Grammy winning whatever. So if all those people get a Grammy, like, could you like people that you would never freaking what's what's the Playboy Cardi would get a Grammy, and I think he trash. So I just think that's it. one kudos to Kanye West. I know he received a lot of flack for having so many people on his album, um, so much, so many people in the credits. But I think he has like literally when he talks about like universal wealth, stuff like this is kind of what I think he's speaking of. We're putting everybody on an equal playing field. So shout out to Kanye West, and I hope he wins. Shout out to Donda, amazing album, deluxe album. Amazing as well. So you believe Kanye should win within every category that he specializes in? No. I just think he should win album of the year because I don't think there was a better album. Okay, so with that being said, um, thank you so much for making it this far. This has been our 50th episode. We made it, y'all. We look forward to making more content, you stopping in and having a conversation with us. Um, and Greg, can you let us know how they can find us and find you? Yeah, follow the pod on Instagram and Twitter at just a conversation underscore pod. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Gregism with a Z. That's dope. Uh, K-Blaze, you want to let them know how they can find you? Yeah, you can find me at uh, Blaze versus your mom on Twitter. And Blaze the Mad Genius on SoundCloud. Beats are coming out soon. Awesome, awesome. And if you can find Mr. Rep Money, um, just Google him, like you said. Google Mr. Rep Money. Um, and don't forget the 1104 challenge. Um, you can look that up as well when you Google him, go on his Instagram, um, check it out. And we look forward to hearing from you. And you can find me on Twitter at GCarly7. That's G Q A R L Y. And the number seven, I look forward to hearing from you, following you, and follow me too. I want to be followed. And you guys, don't forget, you can also leave us a review. Let us know how you feel in these episodes. Um, give us some feedback. Let us know how great we are, or I am. You don't have to worry about that. And with that being said, you guys, if you forgot today, you didn't remember today, because it was a short week and he was like, is it Friday? <laughs> and if you ever had to look down and realize that you didn't tie your shoe today, I just want to let you know, I want you to go be great.